Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. To Border, the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Voted on by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. The award-winning Wendy's Big Show. Let's get ready to rock. Let's get ready to go. Get set. Ready. Get up. Hey. Let's get it on. Wendy's. The Wendy's Big Show. Oh, come on. Showtime, baby. Showtime. This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson, and the inventor of the Lambeau Leap, Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. Welcome in to the Wendy's Big Show. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Gary Ellerson alongside Adam Roberts here in the Lakeland University studios. Lakeland University is now offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakelands.edu. Got a fun show planned for you guys today. Going to talk about the Green Bay Packers. Continue to react to the Milwaukee Brewers as they made some moves at the trade deadline. We'll continue to get your guys' reaction to that. And we'll talk with Kurt Hogue coming up in the bottom of this hour to start off and talk with him from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel about the Milwaukee Brewers. But first, want to get into Aaron Rodgers and the preseason. And we will talk a little bit about this podcast, Gary. Me and you were talking a little bit about this before the show. Some weird stuff Aaron Rodgers is talking about with this dude. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But Before we get into the weird stuff with Aaron Rodgers, let's talk about what you could see out of him in the preseason. So the question is this, how much of Aaron Rodgers do you want to see in the preseason? You can give us a call at 855-830-8648 on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line. Start your deal today at VanHornAuto.com or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. Gary, we'll start with you. How much Aaron Rodgers do you want to see in the preseason? You know, it's very difficult. I mean, um, in previous years, I would have said, no, nah, not at all. I don't want to see him. Let it be the backup. 
Let it be Kurt Benkert. He's not there anymore, but when he was there, I would let me see all him. Let me let me see all of Jordan Love. Let me see any backup there. I want to see him play. I do not want to see Rodgers in any preseason game. This year's a little bit different for me. But I'm still torn on it. But it's different in a way that um new receivers. I mean, Randall Cobb, yeah, you got him. Alan Lazar, yeah, but neither neither one of those guys were had a big role, I would say, within this offense last year. The role were, were a little different. The role this time may be a little bit more significant. Uh, Aaron Jones, and, and most people don't even talk about this, but Toby, Aaron Jones really is your leading, leading receiver mm-hmm. coming back from last year. He caught over 50 balls last year. Uh, I would love to see Aaron Rodgers get some work with these receivers, but then now you got Christian Watson not even playing. I don't think he's going to participate. If, if I'm the Packers, I don't know if I throw him out there after coming off knee surgery. So that hurts the timing down. Is it Romeo Dubs or Dobbs? Have we figured that out yet? I believe we thought it was Dubs, but now we're going with Dobbs. So I think, go it's, with Dobbs. I think it's Dobbs. It's like I okay, said earlier, think Calvin and Hobbs. Yep, Dobbs. All right, let's go Dobbs. Let's go Romeo Dobbs. I would love it. Now, I hear he's having a good camp. He's playing well. He should be getting all the reps. Mm-hmm. The, the disappointing thing is, haven't heard much from Amari Rogers in camp. No, so I'm on here, right? I'm hearing from Dobbs. The only bits we've heard about Amari Rogers are him getting yelled at by Basaccia and punt That's return. Not good. Not good. So I'm not hearing much from him. So I would love to see Rogers get some sort of chemistry uh, with the guys um, that he's playing with. But then once again. Those guys are not there, so why should he be out there anyway? I, I, and 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 you, Sammy Watkins, right? Dude got the airplane and pulled his hamstring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I really want to see him at all during the preseason. Well, and that that goes... I, I know. Did he and did he talk about did, did uh who was that? Did Matt Lafleur talk a little bit about last year that game against New Orleans? Yeah, he's going to do and it differently or something like th- that. You know, people have been asking him about that, and I don't think we have the clip for you, but multiple people were tweeting about it that they asked him, hey, after last year and how you managed things and coming out and getting spanked in, by the Saints in Jacksonville, how do you gonna, are you going to approach it any differently? And he said, yeah, th- there's a possibility. Um, so there is some reasoning that maybe the Packers could go about this a little bit differently this season. Gary, in my opinion, when he's talking about that, I think that's maybe a difference with some of the other starters. I think Aaron Rodgers is not going to play in the preseason. You know, we can talk about this and and what we want. I don't think we're going to see him. And I think that's probably a mutual decision by LaFleur and Rodgers together. But at this point, you might need to see some of these other guys. But to your point again, talking about Rodgers specifically – if you're not going to have any of these starting receivers on the field, if you're not going to have the guys that he's working with, I don't need him throwing to the third, fourth, fifth receiver. I need him to gain chemistry with some guys that he's actually going to take the field with, and I don't exactly. know that they're going to be on the field either. And that's my point. I, I, I don't know what he would get out of it if you were to have him there. I, there's just, I mean, after I heard Christian Watson goes uh, Watkins goes down, I, I just don't know the, the benefits of Rodgers uh, playing in the preseason. Um, so to me, I, I guess to answer your question, no, I don't need to see him. 
Yeah. Had he had a full complement of players, yeah, let me see him for a, a quarter at most, but not anymore. Yeah, I don't think I want to see him either, and it's because, like you said, you're not going to be at full health, and you're not going to have the guys he's working with. But then the other thing, and Leroy and I have talked about this, they're doing a joint practice again this year, and I don't know how you necessarily feel about that, Gary, but with the joint practices, you're able to run some different scenarios against different defenses, against different guys, so you can kind of run it in a more controlled atmosphere, but you're at least going against other guys than the guys you see every single day at practice, and in those sort of situations, I can throw on the red practice jersey on Aaron Rodgers, and really, there should be no risk of him getting hurt in a practice of that sort, or at least they're very minimal. Whereas if I throw him out there in a preseason game, even if it's only for a series, it's live. You know, if a guy gets back there and your left tackle, left guard, whoever it is, or right tackle just blows an assignment or loses it and this dude comes off the edge and hits Aaron Rodgers and injures him, I just can't put myself in that sort of a predicament where if Aaron Rodgers goes down in the preseason, I I can't put myself in that situation. Right, and that's what you get into. But you're right about the scrimmages that they're going to have with another team. I'm good with that. Maybe that's where you get all your work in. Uh, But I'm not going to put them out on the football field for any of these preseason games. And they may start off slow uh, like they did last year. The offense may not be together. They got 17 games this year. 100%. They'll figure it out. Uh, And that's the thing, too. And we're going to hit a break here just in a second. But when you look at it, yeah, they came out and got walloped week one, Gary. 38-3, 38-3, to three, but they won 13 football games, so it all worked out okay. Can you do the same thing again this year? I don't know, but I would rather take my chances coming out rusty in week one and you know finally hitting the ground running week two than I would putting Aaron Rodgers out there with any sort of chance that he could end up getting injured and missing the season. I just don't think that risk is worth it compared to what you're going to get. What, they come out and look good week one? All right, well, that's great, and... You know, I think that the only reason that this is even a discussion, and we'll get into this next, is two things. Last year, getting blown out by five touchdowns. And then number two, you start this year against the Minnesota Vikings. If they were starting against some random team again this year, who who cares? But I think this year, there's added intrigue because you start against the Vikings. We'll continue talking about this with you guys. How much Aaron Rodgers do you want to see in the preseason? 855-830-8648 on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. And I'm here to remind you of the mess you left when you went away. It's not Wendy's Big Show, Toby Altizer, Gary Ellerson, Adam Roberts. Talking with you guys about the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. How much do you want to see of him in the preseason? You can give us a call 855-830-8648 on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line or tweet us at Big Show Network. Also want to remind you that at Wendy's, you can get yourself some hot and crispy fries. Wendy's knows everyone hates cold and soggy fries. That's why Wendy's serves them up hot and crispy all day, every day. Natural cut skin on potatoes fried to golden perfection and perfectly sprinkled with sea salt just the way they should be. Plus, Wendy's fries aren't like other fries. They're not hot one second, cold the next. They're served up hot and crispy every single time, standing up to any dip you throw at them. So grab your favorite sauce or a Frosty 
If you're into that sort of thing and taste the difference that hot and crispy can make, head to Wendy's today and get your order of hot and crispy fries at participating Wendy's. Again, asking you how much Rodgers do you want to see in the preseason. Gary and I both agree that, yeah, don't necessarily need to see him out on the field right now. But at the same point, you might want to see this offense come out with a little more rhythm than it did last year, Gary. You're right. And so that's the problem. And this is a new offense. It's with without Devontae Adams, a completely new offense. They're going to do things different. They have to. But we won't get a chance to see that, I don't think, until the first regular season game. Will yeah. they be ready to go? I mean, I'm not sure. Well, and that's the tough part with this is, I mean – you can you know save all this stuff and you can try to keep these guys healthy and if they come out and lay a stinker week 1 against the Vikings that's a tough start you know and right. and they may still end up winning the division and everything still may be working out but i don't think anyone's going to come out here and say that this team is necessarily better than it was last season so if we're assuming that this team is just at the same level or takes a step back are we expecting them to win, what, 11, 12 football games? And that might be you know, good enough to win the division, but how right. many are you expecting the Vikings to win? Right. You can't just be throwing away week one games just because, well, I don't really feel like playing my dudes here. Right. And, and that's, the thing, that's the thing of it, is when you try to prepare for a season, but you, you know, we've already talked about you're going to have those extra practices against other teams at, at Lambeau Field, well, at the practice facility, I think that serves them well. I mean, that that's a good deal. But still, when, you know, th- that's still tempered back a little bit. You're still really not going full speed. Um, you're trying to, but but you're not. I mean, the whistles are blowing quickly. So you still really don't get the full look of what you need during a regular season. So, I mean, I, I you know, I we normally would break those games out down into four quarters, but you still can do it four, but now you got one extra game in there. I mean, maybe the Packers go two and two in those first four games of the regular season trying to find themselves. Well, and I, I, I almost look at week two. It's another division opponent, but you go and you take on the Chicago Bears. Look, I know it's a rivalry and all, but is it really at this point? And looking at the Chicago Bears and what they're possibly going to be this season, I almost even look at it like that and say, you know what, if I come out of the year one and one against two division opponents, is it worth it to consider trying to go two and oh, just playing guys? I would rather just say, you know what, even if we come out rusty week one again, mm-hmm. we'll get week two against the Bears, and that gives us two weeks to kind of ease into the season. Well, it does um, in that way if you start looking at your opponents, but then that's the worst way to do it. That's how you really lose games when you start – looking at your opponents and saying, well, this, this team may be easier. This team is going to be harder. So I'm going to, so I don't, I don't think you got to do it that way. I just think the, the Packers got to be themselves and that wherever their game plan is, they've got to stick to it. But, but for me, I, I just don't see the advantage of Rodgers playing during preseason when you don't have all your receivers and all your weapons there. If you want to give us a call on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, let's get out to Mike the Painter. Mike, you're on the Wendy's Big Show. Good morning, Toby and Gary. How you doing, Mike? I'd like to see... I'm doing good yourself. Mike, are you you painting somewhere? Yes, I am. I'm on the 19th floor of the Timber Apartment Building. It's Accent 
I was going to say, it sounds like you're in a cathedral or something out there. Yeah. They got, they got <laughs> cathedral ceilings room. in there? It's the empty room? Okay, no walls. All right, I got you. No, they got walls and uh, wood ceilings, wood beams. Yeah. Okay. Pretty nice. All right. Maybe you could Go hook ahead. me up with I one of those see... apartments. Yeah, right. Yeah, you this just, guy. I... This I don't think I, I don't think you want to pay for these apartments. No, <laughs> not on my salary. No, thank you. Range. Yes. All right, Mike. They, how much? They might even be out of. They might even be out of Leroy's salary. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, Mike, wow. how much Rogers you want to see in the preseason? I want to see him on the sideline with the earbud in his ear and yeah. going over things with Jordan Love on the sideline when he comes on the sideline. That's all I want to see him. I don't want to see him taking snaps at all during preseason. Yeah, we, we're fully on board with that. Mike, appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks. Have a good day. 855-830-8648. And the other thing with this, Gary, is this is an opportunity for Jordan Love. Like, I, I don't I don't want to take snaps away from him at this point because if I'm the Packers, I could honestly be showcasing him for a trade as well. Correct. Correct. And if you're the Packers and your whole Jordan Love situation, however that's going to work out, he is being showcased this year for everything. It's for trade. Is he the heir apparent? Or do they need to go get another quarterback? It's all that when you see him this year. Yeah, and so I, I just can't take it away from him to give it to Aaron Rodgers, a guy that I think is going to come out. And, you know, the other aspect that we can look at this from is as much as we want to say they're going to learn from last year and maybe they need to play the guys, well, Aaron Rodgers now learned – from last year, what was the reason that they struggled? You know, he can probably dissect you right now as to why it was, whether it was a lack of focus, whether the preparation wasn't there. And I think that's going to change the way that they go about training camp and all these things. And I think he's going to be able to set a tone with these guys like, hey, we got to be ready to go week one. There's no lollygagging here in training camp, especially once that first preseason game hits. No lollygagging. You saw what happened last year, week one. We were the best team in football, we thought, walking in. A lot of people mm-hmm. were with us, and we got walloped. So if yeah, we don't yeah. come out ready to go, we're going to have the same thing happen, and this year it's against the Minnesota Vikings. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers, as much as you want to talk about the rivalries and if they're still a thing, well, Aaron's been with this team for forever. So mm-hmm. he knows these rivalries, and he does not want to lose to the Vikings week one. And you know the Vikings are going to be ready to play. It's a, it's a rivalry game. I mean, they, they, they kicked with, with a rivalry game. So they're going to be ready to go. Yeah, and the other thing that's going to be interesting, too, is, and we're going to hit a break here, get to Kurt Hogue here in just a second. This Minnesota Vikings team is going to be different. There's no Mike Zimmer. It's a new coaching staff. Mm-hmm. As much as you want to say they got to get on the field, the Packers definitely have to be ready. You're a familiar opponent as a division team, and they've got a lot of familiar faces, but they could have a totally different offense or at least a little bit of a different offense. They could have a totally different scheme on defense. So as long as the Packers are dialed into their game, I think they're going to be fine. I think that's the main thing. Well, right. You're right. It's going to be a whole new offense. Whole new. they got a whole new different coaching staff. And, well, I mean, it's most certainly it's unknown. Packers, same way. I I expect them to have a different offense, which they will. Defense, uh, love, we'll love to see what the Packers are going to do defensively. defensively. I think they'll be better than they were last year. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I, I love the fact that we're finally talking Packers football, but we're going to take a quick break from that. Kurt Hogue from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel is going to join us. We'll let, take a look at the trade deadline, get his some of his thoughts from the Milwaukee Brewers coming up next here on the Wendy's Big Show. Wisconsin-wide, the Big Show Radio Network. 
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But what I really want to know is... I'm gonna go my way And I got to, got to know The Wendy's Big Show, Toby Altizer. Gary Ellerson here in the Lakeland University studios. And now it is time to get out to the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. And bring in our guest from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, the Brewers beat reporter for them, Kurt Hogue. Kurt, how you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm uh, walking a little bit around downtown Pittsburgh now. So beautiful day here. No rain yet. Well, hopefully that stays that way. Hopefully we can get some games in tonight for you, and that way it's not like it always seems to be in Pittsburgh where there's another rain out. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, this is my first trip here, and so they haven't had rain yet. Uh, my first two trips, so I'm, I'm kind of just like mentally budgeting for at least one delay. <laughs> well, and, then, and looking at this baseball team, Kurt, I want to start here. Are they better today than they were a few days ago before they made any of these moves? No. So then going off of that, why are they doing these moves? What's the what's the goal here? Is it to continue to look down the road, or are they trying to win a World Series this year? I'll, I'll actually re- rephrase a little bit. I think they aren't any worse, per se, especially if, if the the guys they got for Josh Hader end up working out. Um, and in the long term, they might be a little better off. But I don't think a lateral step was the one that you want to take when you're in first place. I mean, they, they kind of... I just I just don't feel like they got significantly better, if at all. So, um, it's 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 tough to to say how it's going to play out. The bullpen's deeper. Um, the offense probably could use another complementary or impact bat, and they didn't get it. So, uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how all of that plays out because uh, emotions are running pretty high around uh, the Brewers sphere right now. Well, and real quick, I'll let Gary ask you a second here. Go ahead. Uh, can you make sense of this Trevor Rosenthal trade? What are they doing? Yeah, it's. I'll I'll explain it from <laughs> as as best as I can with making sense of it. 
they they went to his his uh, his workout basically his showcase. They liked what they saw. Reading between the lines a little bit, the Giants were willing to pay four point five million for the guy, and I think the two of you and I both know that the Brewers probably were not going to pay four point five million dollars yeah. to sign a couple months of a free agent who's you know hasn't been healthy. Um, so in trading for him, they are probably not going to be taking on all of that money, and so instead they gave up a you know kind of a, a, a quickly stock rising prospect in Tristan Peters, who had multiple hits in seven straight games uh, at Class A Wisconsin before getting promoted to Double A, which he never never appeared in Biloxi uh, because that was supposed to happen yesterday. But uh, that's. That's, I guess, the explanation for it is why they gave up the prospects for, you know, a month of a prospect for a month of a guy is they didn't have to pay him. But uh, I don't quite understand why, you know, if you, if you really like the guy, just just pay him. Mm-hmm. And then you don't, you know, if, you know, you you can have that uh, a highly regarded prospect in your system. I know he's not at the highest level of the system, and who knows how he turns out. It's Tristan, you know, Tristan Peters we're talking about, but it's uh, it's. It's it's kind of confusing. Well, Kurt, you sound a lot like us. Everything is confusing <laughs> right now. I mean, you you go get rid of Josh Hader, and and I feel like you didn't get, in my opinion, in the return that you need from a guy that's the best closer in baseball. I, I thought he should have got more. And then the Padres turn around and go and give their best prospects uh, to the Nationals. And I felt like they got better uh, overall than they did. I think they leapfrogged the, the, the Brewers. And then I look at the Brewers. I, I saw Devin Williams and all these guys in the clubhouse. And these guys looks like they need to go see a, a psychiatrist or something because they're just <laughs> upset with the Devin Williams. I mean, I'm sorry, with the, uh, with the Josh Hader deal. Yeah, the one thing you really hope doesn't happen if you're the Brewers is, and here's the thing I think about the Hader, the Hader deal. Like from a, a franchise building and their organizational philosophy perspective, it, it makes it makes some sense. But the thing that you might have to worry about is the ramifications, you know, within the clubhouse. And I think the Brewers will be fine. Uh, they tend to have a you know a pretty a, a pretty healthy clubhouse environment. Um, but it, it it does not send a great message to the players when you trade the three time reliever of the year and. Uh, I think some of it is just emotions running high uh, in, in the immediate aftermath. You know, once things settle down, it'll probably be fine. But uh, but there's a possibility. I mean, that that some of that does linger, and 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 the Brewers can you know they they will they can and they will explain to you their philosophy. You know, the bites at the apple thing. They want as many cracks at the playoffs as they can, and that's not a that's not a bad or wrong philosophy. At all, especially in baseball, where which where the playoffs, you know, they're quite random. But uh, I also doesn't don't think that means you can't take like a, a a bigger bite of the apple, right? You go get some more guys, and and instead of just you know worrying about the quantity of bites, the uh, the, the, the the amount of size of the bite is also important too. Can you make some sense to us why they wouldn't go get a bat? I, I'm sure they were in on some guys of that they were trying to acquire. I, I don't doubt that. But the fact that you come away with some relievers and, you know, that's great. You added some depth to the bullpen. That's awesome. But in turn, you lose Josh Hader, and then you don't even add a bat to this offense. Can you make some sense of that? Uh, they didn't find the right price. 
seems to be the over overriding explanation or reason. And you kind of pair that with, you look at the offense and it's a fairly balanced group. Um, not a, I, 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 there was a lot of flack uh, I was seeing on Twitter on, around, you know, with fans on Twitter yesterday about, uh, you know, them not saying they don't have any glaring holes, but the re- reality is there's not a, really any glaring holes. They have like at least average production from pretty much every position uh, on, on their position player group. But uh, so you, yeah, you combine that and the fact that I think some of the prices were higher than they were wanting uh, is the reason they didn't come away with it. I, I still think they, they needed to at least add a complimentary piece or an impact that like a JD Martinez or someone like that, that was out there. Um, we don't know the inner workings of how, you know, what the negotiations were. So it's tough to, to read too much into that. And uh, you know, it, it also is like how much, how much of an upgrade, if we, if we upgrade, how much of an upgrade is it over say Luis Urias or how much of an upgrade is Michael A. Taylor over Tyrone Taylor in center field? You know, it's so it's, it's a, it's a bit more complicated, I think, than meets the eye, but it's still, again, a little bit head-scratching that they didn't get a single bat. And, right. And so as we're looking at that, are, are they saying that maybe they're good with the hitting? Um, I think they would. Yeah, I, I think they're <laughs> good with where they're, with where they're at. I, I do think there's a bit of a disconnect. Like the numbers say the offense is, pretty good and it's hard to disagree with you know the seventh best OPS in the league and I think they're top eight or nine in runs per game as well like that is a factual thing that has happened but I, I do think there's a little bit of just, just 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 some some level of thump or maybe like another guy who can hit left-handed pitching who they've really struggled with this year um, that, that really could have rounded out the the lineup a little a little bit better, but it is interesting. Like the offense has outperformed the pitching in the defense this year. Uh, and, but it, that was the focus of the deadline is like, they got to add offense. They got to add offense. So it's, it's a, uh, it's an interesting situation. Talking with Kurt Hogue from the Milwaukee journal Sentinel here on the Wendy's big show. I know that David Stearns would never come out and say it, but is part of the reason that they maybe didn't make that all-in move or be a little more aggressive in moves because they don't actually believe that this is a team that's going to win a World Series? I think it's because they think it's a team that, by the virtue of being in the playoffs, can win the World Series. Like that's, And they want to have a team that can you know, make the playoffs again next year and the year after. And uh, they're very high on their position player, like their position players in the in the minors right now, uh, and, ho- and they hope they can build this thing out year after year. Um, I, it, I, I, this is what I've been saying though: the optics of the deadline are probably worse than the actual moves or lack of moves were. But uh, but the optics do matter to a degree, right? Especially when like you have hundreds of thousands or millions or whatever fans uh, and those are the people paying for your product. So it's like, it's, there's a, there's a little bit of this and a little bit of that to, to kind of the whole thing. No, there, I mean, there really is. And I, and I think you, when you start talking about the paying fans that uh, listen, uh, David Stearns, I mean, I, I don't know how you can 
really fun. The, the guy has been unbelievable here with what he's been able to do. I mean, he's recreated his team almost every three to four years, different players. So I don't know how you can fault him for anything. But I think what is happening right now, dare I say that Brewer fans are starting to get a little restless at making the playoffs, you know, the last, I don't know, 10 years or so. And now they're they're itching to see. I don't even know if they itching to see a World Series win, but I think they're itching to see this Brewers team get to the big show. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, last year was kind of a, a reality check in a lot of ways where it was, you know, it, it felt like many people really did expect, I don't want to say assume, but it was, you know, some presumption that they would just beat the Braves. They were the better yes. team uh, yes. during the regular season. Yes. And they, they bowed out, you know, there, there was a, I don't want to say without a fight, but it was, it was not a super inspiring series it wasn't. from a Brewers perspective. Now, of course, the caveat there, it's a four game sample size. It's baseball. Anything can happen. But I, I think when we have a team who's, Intent is clearly to just get to the playoffs um, and then hopefully get hot and ride, you know, your three aces and hope the bats catch fire. Uh, it, it's not a sentiment that's going to sit very well with a lot of people after what happened last year. And then 2020, they didn't win a playoff game. And 2019, they lost in the wild card. So uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of an interesting turn of events in Brewers franchise history where it's gone from, you know, maybe not just getting to the playoffs anymore, but wanting to do something when you're there. But again, you know, if you're there, you got a chance to do it in baseball more than any other sport. Final question here, talking with Kurt Hogue from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel here on the Wendy's Big Show. Freddie Peralta slated to take the mound tonight for the crew. What can we expect to see out of Freddie tonight? Well, it's interesting because he's he's made it back quicker than I think a lot of people expected. Only made two rehab starts in the minor leagues. So the, uh, the pitch count, the Brewers wouldn't come out and exactly say what it was, but he threw about 50 pitches in the last start. I'd expect, you know, maybe 60, 70 or, or so uh, today. So the, the stuff he said was looking and feeling really good in that last uh, that last rehab start with AAA Nashville. So I, more, than, more than anything, that might be a, an injection of life that, you know, that, that, the, Brewers, that the Brewers will, I don't want to say necessarily need, but they could use. Uh, after the deadline, getting, getting you know, an all-star pitcher, one of the better starting pitchers in the league back. Uh, they've sorely missed him and his ability to, you know, put up a six-inning no-run start with a with high probability that it's going to happen any time out. Kurt, appreciate the time this morning, and uh, hopefully the rain stays away. We can get this game in today in Pittsburgh for you. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. All right, bud. There you heard from Kurt Hogue from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and he joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call him 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. Big show, Toby Altizer, Gary Ellerson, Adam Roberts producing the show today. Talk some Packers, talk some Brewers with Kurt Hogue. Appreciate him joining the show. As we wrap up the final hour, or for final segment here, the first hour, I want to talk a little bit about the Wisconsin Badgers. What's your excitement level 
for them this season. 855-830-8648. You can give us a call there on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line or tweet us at Big Show Network. But first, I want to tell you about the Wendy's app and Wendy's Rewards. With Wendy's, with the Wendy's app and Wendy's Rewards, you can get anything on the menu and any food you order through the app, the website, or at the restaurant counts for points. Every dollar you spend, you'll earn 10 points. You can place your order for pickup or delivery with the Wendy's app or on the website. That's all you got to do. Mobile and website orders will automatically add rewards points to your Wendy's rewards. Make sure you check out the Wendy's app today. Download that and get started with Wendy's rewards. Also, make sure you never miss a moment from the Wendy's Big Show ever again. Download the free Odyssey app and listen to the Wendy's Big Show podcast whenever and wherever works best for you. Again, what is your excitement level for the Wisconsin Badgers this season? 855-830-8648, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. Gary, for me, I'm excited to see Braylon Allen. I'm excited to see what this defense can become again. But is it is it bad to say that Graham Mertz is still under center, so I'm not that excited? I'm excited. How can you not be? <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? I'm just I just can't get excited with Graham Mertz I is still a quarterback. Wait. I can't wait to get to a Badger game. I can't wait to get with my good friend Michael Hart. I can't wait to get with all my former Badger teammates. I can't wait to get to the tailgate. I can't wait to get into Camp Randall in that atmosphere. I can't wait. It's exciting. Well, I mean, that stuff's How can all you great. Not be? I'm excited about what? college football, and that stuff's all great. But in terms well, yeah, of. But I can't wait. In terms of on the field product, Gary. Oh, well, I mean, it's, that, that can be frustrating. I get it at times. But we're going to win. We're going to win the majority. We're going to win 80% of our games. Of course, it's going to be probably another year of the Badgers doing what the Badgers do. They'll probably yeah. be right there, possibly get right back to the Big Ten championship yeah. game and get walloped. Yeah, I sound like <laughs> I feel like the Brewers all over again. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, I just yeah. I, I can't get excited because I, I don't know. I'm excited about college football being back. All the things that you mentioned, you are dead on. You know, I saw. I forget where it was. I saw a video scrolling through social media and they were going through some of these entrances and some of the great college football traditions. And I had chills go down my spine, Gary. I'm excited for it to be back. But in terms of on-field product, I just can't get super excited. Why can't you? I just can't, man. I just can't. You need to stop. I, w- I want more for the Badgers than just doing the same old thing. Well, you can't. Everybody can't get. How many teams can get more? Count them. How many? Let's go. What, Ohio State? One. Alabama? Two. Um, LSU's kind of sucked, so you can't say yep. LSU. We beat LSU at Lambeau, so yeah. Okay, two. Um, <laughs> I'm running a little dry. Am I missing anyone? Georgia? Georgia, yeah. They've done it the last couple of years. Georgia. Is there anyone else? That's I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I That's do get it. what you're saying. That's it. You you can't even say Auburn. We beat Auburn, too. I mean, everybody else, maybe Clemson, we'll see if they can come back. I don't think so. Yeah. But everybody else is in the same bowl. Just put your hand in there and pick one out. Now, it may fluctuate season to season, right, with these other teams. And everybody's worried about the what is that? That nil, the L, yep. NL, nil, whatever. Yep. Everybody's worried about that and how that's gonna change the landscape of 
I don't think it's going to change it. It's always been. I hate to break it to you folks, but this NIL stuff that it's doing has been forever. That's why SMU don't have, uh, they, that's why they had the death penalty. <laughs> that's exactly right. Long time ago. That was NIL before NIL. Well, and then SMU how- right now got that Trans Am or Firebird, whatever they gave <laughs> Eric Dix- Dickerson as a recruit employee now. So this, this stuff, yeah, stop it. How much more attention do you think is going to be on these conferences, even though the teams haven't joined them yet? You know, USC, UCLA, you have the other ones in the SEC. I'm excited. But it it seems like there's going to be even more of a focus this year than ever before on the Big Ten and the SEC. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. I'm excited about adding USC and UCLA. I hope we get a couple other teams. I'd love to have Notre Dame, okay? And maybe I'd like to have Stanford. And I like to have Oregon. I like to have those five teams. USC, the Big Ten, UCLA, Notre Dame, Stanford, and Oregon. Nationwide for the Big Ten. I like to have those five teams. The one thing that I do miss is the fact that for so long it was the conferences were regionalized, right? The Big Ten was in the Midwest, SEC, obviously the Southeast. But when these things start happening... I mean, you already reached out to the East Coast with Maryland and Rutgers, but now they're going out to the West Coast. I mean, this is a nationwide conference at this point. That's one thing that I, I I don't know how I feel about all these super conferences. I don't I don't think I'm a fan of it, but I think it's inevitable that that's the direction we're headed. Well, I mean, we could be, uh, but I I still I still like the excitement of what, really the Big Ten. And the USC, UCLA, adding that, seeing them come here, us go out there. Now, I don't know what that does to the Rose Bowl, right? I don't know. But I still love to see what that looks like in the future. Yeah, Can't I mean, wait. Can't wait. And I know Graham Mertz. I get it. I mean, I get all that. I understand it. We'll see. We got a new offensive coordinator this year. We'll see if it looks a little bit different. Um, I get it. But uh, I, I'm excited. I, I can't wait. I can't wait for my first Badger game. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for college time. football just to be back. And yeah. I, I've I've only been to a couple Badgers games, Gary. I think I've only been to two. So I'll yeah, have to didn't, get... I, didn't you go with me? Yeah, we went. We didn't actually go with me. Yeah, but, but we met up beforehand. That was right. fun. That was the fun. The tailgate? The tailgate right there? No, that makes it worth it right there. That's all fun. That's great. And Because that game was frustrating as could be against Penn State. You should have won Wasn't that football it? game. It was frustrating, right. but the tailgate yeah. and everything was amazing. Wasn't the tailgate amazing? Yeah, that stuff is fun. I, I get why people get so fired up around here for their college football. And maybe with the it's just, bu- with the, we had the Bucky's rescue unit yep, right there with us. Everything was on out there. Right. Grilling I mean, some brats, everything you could want out there. Where you can where you can find a ambulance that has like twelve <laughs> half barrels in it on the side of it. Where you where you gonna find that at? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Only at a Badger's tailgate. Only at a Badger's tailgate. Those are the sort Man. of things that make Camp Randall and Madison so special on a Saturday afternoon. And Vitek doesn't have that. No, they don't. They don't. And maybe maybe part of this, Gary, is I did grow up on the East Coast and it wasn't as such of a big thing with college football and what was it? College football just wasn't as big out in my area. It just oh, wasn't. It's not? No, it, like it, everyone cheered for West Virginia and I didn't like West Virginia. So oh. maybe that's part of the reason that I'm not as oh. big into college football or whatever. Oh. But either way. I'm excited oh. for it to be back. I'm excited okay, for it, but I can't get excited okay. about this Badgers team on the field. That's just yes, where I'm you at. Can. No, I can't. Graham Mertz is still the quarterback. I'm sorry. As long as he's the QB, I can't get excited. But Braylon Allen stop. makes me excited, but that's about okay, it. Okay, good. Good. 
Okay. That's about it. All right, we're going to dive back into some Brewers talk. Got a fun question for you guys. Would you have rather seen the That's Brewers not do nothing than That's what they not did? Fun. We'll That's talk not about fun. that coming up on the second hour of the Wendy's Big Show, which comes up next. to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.